Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ohioverse. You got me and Greg today, and we're going to do something different. Um, there's not really much that has kind of changed over the past couple of weeks, you know, in the Ohio landscape of things. Um, obviously, we're heading into March Madness, so we're hoping that um, our teams here in Ohio do pretty well on that. But I think we're going to do something fun today. We're going to go ahead and we went through and gave like our, you know, top athletes that went from, you know, either Ohio high schools directly or Ohio colleges into professional sports. So we're going to go through the NFL, NBA, MLS, MLB, and NHL. Um, but before we get started, Greg had some cool facts that he found that he kind of just wanted to share with you guys. I just found it interesting that Ohio ranks fifth in the country per capita for sending athletes to the three professional sports leagues. You know, some of them that we're talking about, I know we're talking about five tonight, but you know, uh, ranks fifth in the country for NFL, NBA, and MLB sending them to that uh, professional realm that does not take into account female athletes. So that's not in the WNBA and any of the, the female stuff, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Currently right now, the, uh, NFL has 53 Ohio or Ohio alumni in their ranks. NBA only has four. MLB has zero. Um, and I think that's on the collegiate level. And then NHL only has one guy that is currently playing. Uh, I think that might be two, but I have to, I'll have to look that up. Uh, we've got a lot of names that we're going to talk about over the course of our tonight's episode. Uh, so let's just get into it. Heck yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and start off right with the NFL. I think this is going to be a fun, easy one, and and maybe we'll have some different ones. Maybe we'll have some similar ones, but I'll let you uh, kick it off there, Greg. Who's your, like your you know, top prospects from Ohio that have made it to the NFL? Well, obviously, the the started off with uh, the big guy, the big Ben. Uh, Roethlisberger played for Miami of Ohio. You know, I just remember him sitting, waiting to get drafted, and just, you know, that, that finally time that came. And it made a lot of people in Ohio really happy that that he was, you know, somebody that got selected. And obviously, we don't have to really talk about his career because he did an amazing job for the Pittsburgh Steelers and and went out, I think, on a high note for his career. So he's definitely one of those guys that, you know, did his uh, collegiate level in the Ohio area and did a great job. Yeah, definitely. I had him on my list as well, too. So I think... When you're talking about a future Hall of Famer, when you're making these lists, you're trying to make them, you know, for people who probably are going to make the Hall of Fame. You know, you're not always going to get everybody on that list, but he's definitely a future Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl winner. Um, you know, he's top 10, I think, in all the stats that pretty much matter at this point as of his retirement. So I would say he's probably one of the best athletes to come from Ohio, especially since he went to the Miami, he went to Miami of Ohio, and then he's also from Ohio as well. So that's pretty cool. Next on my list is uh, the man of the hour. That's Mr. Joe Burrow. He did play at Athens High School in Athens, Ohio, and then had a short stint in uh, Ohio, at the Ohio State University, obviously, before he, he transferred to LSU and, and did his little bid there. And now he's back you know, in the state of Ohio with the Bengals. So I, I just think that this kid's got – everything going for him and his career is just going to be massive uh, you know we talked about it on two minute drill a couple times you know and i've even said this personally that that you know i think he's the sem- second coming of, of tom brady just with his you know determination his grit his ability to make the big plays when you really need to make them uh, you know that's just and i honestly consider this his his rookie year 
I know people say it's not, you know, it's his second year, and but he he didn't play a limited number of games in his rookie season. Obviously, got injured, was out. So to really come back and play your first full season and take your team all the way to the Super Bowl, that's just super impressive. You know, I, I know I uh, I had to eat some crow on that last episode of Ohio Verse talking about the garbage wins that that Joe Burrow had, but obviously. I didn't realize at the time that he was just that good of a quarterback. And I bow down to you, sir, Joe Burrow. No, I, I, I like that. I I think I didn't put him on the list just because he's still a little bit new to the pros. I think maybe if I, you know, get to see him play for the next five or six years, I think he definitely would make it, especially because I, I think they're going to win a Super Bowl in the next five or six years. So that should definitely put him, you know, in conversation. But I, I think a, a guy that I had, from Ohio State um, that might be a little bit outside of the box like that. It's just uh, Dante Whitner. Um, obviously played for the Bills and the 49ers um, for safety. Um, had a pretty good career in the NFL. I think that he's definitely somebody that I, I kind of looked at and I was like, I don't know about adding him to my list just because there's probably other people, but I wanted somebody outside of the box. Somebody, you know, he got the name Hittner for a reason. So, um <laughs> But he's a hard hit. He, he, but he is a part of that old adage, like hard hitting football players with like Palomalu and Ed Reed and all that stuff. So definitely remember him playing at Ohio State specifically, and then into the NFL and watching his career and stuff like that. So uh, also he's speaking back. of the uh, just the Super Bowl to bring this up, this is another stat I was kind of looking at, and you just reminded me of it that uh, Ohio State has put a total of ninety nine players into the Super Bowl. Um, since uh, since the Super Bowl's inception, I thought that was a really cool stat. Uh, Ninety nine yeah. uh, Ohio State alums have played in the Super Bowl. Most recently, obviously, uh, was Joe Burrow. Uh, then you've got Nick Bosa. Um, so other stuff like that. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So next on my list is Mr. Clutch, uh, the immaculate reception for the Patriots. Uh, I just think that. He's just amazing, and he, I think he's Hall of Fame worthy. I know there's kind of a little argument going on on, on the Twitter sphere right now that uh, he's not, but I think Julian Edelman, he was the quarterback at Kent State University, and you know obviously that didn't work for him as far as being a quarterback in the NFL, but he turned out to be one of the greatest you know, wideouts for, for Tom Brady to throw to. Um, over the course of, of his career. And I just think he did a very impactful. So came out of Kent State, you know, made, made them proud and, and played in the NFL, uh, I think, 13 seasons. So that's, that's pretty remarkable. I have him on my list too. I think a lot of people look at him and the stats aren't there compared to other people. But, you know, when you're a big part of winning, you know, three Super Bowls with Tom Brady, I think that that does their, deserve some recognition. You know what I mean? I think – Hall of Fame, I think that'll be up to the people who vote for the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. But, I mean, you have three Super Bowl rings, and you just didn't sit on the sidelines and get them. He he went out there, and he he helped earn them with those guys. So um, he's kind of one of those guys that was used as that all-around, like, gritty, do-it-all kind of player with them. And, you know, he he did everything that he could to help them win games, and, and it showed. So um, he's definitely on my list, too. Another guy that's on my list. I'll kind of go with this. He also went to Kent State. I have James Harrison on my list, um, another Pittsburgh Steeler. I think that's, I mean, probably one of the better linebackers that we've seen in NFL history. 
you know, obviously a part of, you know, some historical, you know, Steelers defenses over the years. And, and he definitely fit in there. And um, obviously I think he played maybe a season or two with the Bengals, but that was towards the end. That really wasn't him, you know, at his best, but um, he's definitely was a part of that, like hard hitting Steelers defense with like him and Palomalu and foot and all those guys. So definitely probably one of the better players, I think, to come out of Ohio in general too. So I had him on my, my, short list and then it came down to just a few others uh obviously with me coming up uh the bosa brothers i'm gonna kind of lot them in as one pick or one one selection just because of how dominant they both have been in their uh, prospective teams uh, it just did amazing coming out of ohio state they were impactful in ohio state they were impactful in, in the NFL, and I, I just think that, that they both have storied career, and both are looking to be, I would assume, Hall of Fame careers if they keep up the momentum of what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think since them and Chase Young has left Ohio State, we've been looking for, you know, the next the next best pass rusher, and I, they really set the bar, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're going to have really productive NFL careers. I know that Joey's had a little bit of an injury history in the NFL, but, you know, I hope that he kind of gets that right and stays healthy and, and continues to play and dominate and stuff like that. And for like five years, the, the you know, defensive player of the year uh, in the NFL was or like, or five out of six, the NFL defensive player of the year, you know, was, uh, was an Ohio State grad. So I think that was pretty, pretty remarkable when it comes to the, you know, the Ohio stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Bosa's, um, Shazier, you're talking about, you know, uh, Chase Young. Um, so there's just a lot of dominant, you know, even cornerbacks, Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward, um, just a lot of a lot of good guys that, you know, are recent that we've kind of left off, that I left off my list only because, you know, I want to see more of their careers and, and develop and stuff like that. Um, I even kind of left Malcolm Jenkins off my list now that I kind of think about that, and he's had a pretty good career as well too, so – um, but for me, last on my list is going to be Chris Carter. I think probably one of the better wide receivers to come out of Ohio State, if not maybe arguably probably the best um, from Ohio State all time. Um, obviously, you know, with almost 14,000 receiving yards and 130 touchdowns with 1,100 receptions over his career, um, playing for the Dolphins, Eagles, and then Vikings. I think he played for the Vikings the majority of his career. Um, but yeah, super dominant. Hall of Famer. So again, trying to stick with uh, with Hall of Famers on this list for me. But yeah, just a just a prolific athlete and another Ohio State alum dominating in the NFL. So yeah, I mean they've got they've got a lot of them. I think there's currently 53 players um, playing in the NFL that were Ohio State grads. My last is also an Ohio State grads, Kim uh, Cameron Hayward. Uh, just amazing front line just an amazing guy yeah i mean another Steeler. so <laughs> yeah that's what i was about to say it was like i had to yeah. like kind of like well he's playing for the steelers now right yeah okay um it's, yeah but another Steeler that that is just dominating the front yeah. line and it's just amazing it's crazy you think about like i mean and and i guess maybe like before technology and stuff like that you got to think a lot of these a lot of you know especially pro teams you can you get recency, you know, bias or, or I guess location bias. So with the Steelers, they're super close to Ohio, obviously. So they're going to be able to look at a lot of these guys coming out of, you know, Ohio schools, whether that was Roethlisberger, Harrison, 
um, you know, Cam Hayward, Ryan Shazier, you know, obviously as we get into it, you know, they're able to draft more people from other places because they're able to get more tape on them. But it is kind of funny how the Steelers have kind of poached a lot of Ohio's great NFL pros away from the Bengals and the Browns, or maybe the Bengals and the Browns just didn't have faith in their own collegiate systems, but that's maybe a conversation for another day. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. And just to throw out, just, you know, obviously Zeke's out there and, and to mm-hmm. throw in like Ted, Ted Ginn Jr. Like oh, there, yeah. there's, there's been some amazing guys that have, have come from Ohio, Ohio colleges and, and, or, you know, uh, high school. And they did amazing. In, uh, I mean, you in, could put, you could put Brian NFL. Hartline in there. I mean, there's tons of, offensive linemen that we've left off the board you know what I mean there's like I said I, Malcolm Jenkins I left him off my list but he's had a pretty I'm not gonna say pretty good he's had a really good career as well too so I think that and just, you look at look at Mike Vabral ah, look at Mike of Vrabel yeah you know, just amazing like you know the, to have a career with the Patriots and then to turn around and then mm-hmm. to be you know making the playoffs with the Titans just yeah it'd be it'd be interesting too like I I think um, maybe maybe one day on this show we'll do a uh, like maybe all time Ohio State football team or maybe like an all all time Ohio team um, and kind of look at all the colleges and put a team together and stuff like that. But it definitely be interesting because like like you said, there's I could think of a ton of players. You know, I think we even left off like Josh Cribbs, you know, probably one of the best return men in the NFL, you know, outside of like Devin Hester and, and stuff like that. But um definitely a prolific return man for the cleveland browns for a lot of years so um there's just a ton of talent that came out of this state especially for the nfl so but to move on to the nba um for me (laughs) i don't personally think there's as much talent that came out of ohio for the nba that it did for the nfl but um i was still able to put together a pretty good list i think but i'll let greg go ahead and uh give his first i think maybe him and i's first on the list is probably the same <laughs> i'll let him go ahead and start actually you know i i, I didn't i i steered away from that just because i figured that you would so i'll let you talk about him a little bit but i kind of went back a, a little bit and um back some seasons you know there hasn't been a lot of of rising stars coming out of ohio either on the collegiate level or the high school level in a while so i i definitely dipped a little into the uh the time pool i guess if you could say so my first one i'm going to start with john havelcheck uh, 16 seasons with boston 1270 games average uh, 20.8 points per game comes from ohio state um the dude is a beast is a hall of famer he's got his number retired in boston was just it, it, so many things i could say about him he's just uh, a phenomenal player and uh, you know all my family's from boston so I, i've definitely heard that name growing up as a kid so definitely definitely a good guy yeah i you know what i'm kicking myself because i didn't even think about him that's crazy um i'm just gonna rip the bandit off obviously i think lbj you know lebron james um probably arguably you you could you could definitively put him in the top three all time um of basketball but a lot of people argue one, two, or three. You know, we'll have that debate another day. But he's a Hall of Famer, four-time champion. Obviously, he's played for the Cavs, the Heat, and the Lakers. And in each destination, he's been able to win a championship. He's been able to dominate. I think at his age right now, he's still playing top 10 basketball. You know what I mean? Like, you could loop, loop him into the t- top 10 players in the league still. Um, if you, you could probably even say he's playing some of the best basketball in the league right now. 
But I think that's phenomenal. I think he's probably going to go down as probably the best athlete to ever come from Ohio and play in a professional sport with the longevity of his career, the amount of winning he's done and the amount of uh, the amount of stats that he's put up in his respected sport. So, yeah, he was number one on my list. He was always going to be number one on my list because, yeah, he's LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, there's nothing really more to say about that. So I, I kind of dipped into, you know, there's obviously guys that have had decent careers um, as far as, you know, playing for Ohio teams, but they didn't necessarily make it very long in the NBA. You know, you look at uh, Greg Oden, obviously, you know, number mm-hmm. one pick in the draft, and then just it was a complete failure. Um, you know, Evan Turner, th- there's a lot of guys that, um, so I kind of wanted to look at guys that at least had 10 seasons in the NBA. And so uh, Costa Kufus was next on my list, 10 okay. seasons, uh, 686 games, um, born in Canton, went to Ohio State, you know, I think mm-hmm. 18.9 points per game or something like that. So, uh, you know, he had a great career in Ohio State and then obviously went on and 10 seasons in the NBA, you, you got to be doing something right. Yeah. And you know what? I actually had, a, you know, I had Kufus on my team, on my list, and then I also had Evan Turner on my list too. You know, I think two guys that – I wouldn't call them journeymen in the NBA, but they each played for four teams. Sorry, five teams. Um, But they were always really solid players where they went, and they were always really good rotation players where they went, and they added a lot to their teams. So I think for me, both of those guys coming out of Ohio State, both of those guys going into the NBA and and playing for a decent amount of time, um, like you said, Coop has played for like 10 seasons or more. So definitely being able to put together that kind of a career. It wasn't like the most sexy career. It wasn't like these guys are probably not going to be hall of famers, but they had productive NBA careers. They made some money and they were both just hard, pretty players. And, and I enjoyed watching them at Ohio state and I enjoyed watching them in the pros. So moving on to my, I want to say my third pick, but just my third selection uh, is the guy that actually got super excited about, with Ohio state basketball, when they made that run to the final four um, back in 2097 or something like that with Scooney Penn and uh, Michael red, Michael red is my guy. He had 12 seasons, 629 games, 19 points per game. He is a Columbus boy born and bred and then went to Ohio state um, and had 12 seasons in the NBA. But like I said, that, that, that run that's got me the first time being, not being from Ohio, when I, when those little, that little run was going on, that got me super excited to watch that and to like, what's going to happen. These guys are, you know, phenomenal. So Michael Red. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with a Mike myself, but I'm going to go with Mike Conley um, <laughs> out of Ohio state. I, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about him. You know, he definitely, I think for me, Mike Conley's probably had the best career since, you know, the early 2000s to come out of Ohio State I think I think D'Angelo Russell still has some left to prove I think a lot of people thought he might be able to have a really good career but obviously he's been bounced around but Mike Conley's really been a solid player in the NBA I think he's been kind of underrated a lot in his career for how productive he's been especially with those Grizzlies teams that he kind of really was the only reason that they you know, stayed relevant and won games. And then obviously now with the Jazz and, and with Donovan Mitchell, I think, and uh, Rudy Gobert, 
I think that's a good team, and he adds a lot to that, a really good veteran presence. And I think when he retires in the NBA, a lot of people are going to look back on him and be like, wow, we really kind of um, misjudged him and, and took him for granted for, for how good of a player he actually was. So, yeah, Mike Conley definitely made my list. Completely. I, that's a, a, he, I thought about him, and I knew that you were going to pick him. That's the same reason I didn't pick LeBron, because <laughs> I was just like, I'm just going to stay away so that we have a little bit of you know, a, a, mm-hmm. a variation in our list. Um, I'm going real back again, going back in the day, going back to uh, Jerry Lucas. Okay. 12 seasons in the NBA, 829 games from Middletown, Ohio, went to Ohio State, averaged 17 points per game. Uh, he, he's a Hall of Famer, just phenomenal guy, and and did that run of Ohio State in the, the early ages um, championships that they they had he he was definitely part of that so you got to give it up to Jerry Lucas for my last one since I did two at one time with a uh, Turner and Koufis, um I'm gonna go with a little outside of the box one I'm gonna go with the uh, Lance Stevenson played at the University of Cincinnati um, when I was doing this research for this I I'm not going to lie. I had no idea that Lance Stevenson went to the University of Cincinnati. Um, but when I saw his name, I was like, you know what? He's going on my list. Even if I have to say a sixth name, I'm going to say his name because I think Lance Stevenson, I will say this. I don't know if Lance Stevenson will ever get in the Hall of Fame, but he is the ultimate spark plug that you need on the team. He's plays defense super hard. He's going to get in your face and he's going to annoy the crap out of you. Um, and he's just one of those guys that, that you could put on any team and he's going to be able to elevate, you know, whenever he's on the floor. So, um, I definitely another guy, I think that might be a little bit underrated when we kind of look back on his career, we're going to be like, wow, he was really like a nuisance kind of player, but, but he was able to get in players heads and he played really good defense and smart defense. And he came up, he came up big in a lot of big situations and, you know, I think that we'll kind of look back on his career and kind of look at those things. So that's why he kind of made my list. My final guy is somebody that uh, I never heard of. And I doubt that most listeners uh, of a certain age bracket have heard of. Um, But if you were in Columbus and paying attention to Ohio State basketball in the early 80s, specifically 1981, you would remember the name of Herb Williams. Now, out of all the players to come from Ohio and or Ohio schools and play in the NBA, behind LeBron in his 22 seasons is Herb Williams with 19 seasons in the NBA. He had uh, 11, 000, or I'm sorry, 1,102 games played, 10.8 points per game. He's from Columbus, Ohio State. That is a long career, and it's the second to LeBron as far as tenure in, in the NBA. And he played from, I believe, 1981 and, and 19 seasons all the way up until 2000. So I think that's that's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'd, I'll have to look him up. Maybe though, maybe there's some uh, highlight tape of him on YouTube somewhere. Maybe not. <laughs> but that's pretty cool, though, 19 seasons. I don't think, like, especially you said you said he played when? Uh, he was drafted, I believe, in the second round, the 14th pick in the second round of the, the 1981 NBA draft. Yeah, that's that's um, that's a different time period. It's hard to play 19 seasons in, in that kind of, I think, just in general. Like, now a lot of players are able to pl- play an elongated career just because of the way medicine and science is and everything. But 
and, but to do it in in the eighties and stuff like that, that's um that's impressive. And so. I think there's only a total of five teams he played for. Well, that was our NBA. Um, now we've gone through the NFL and NBA. So you guys make sure you comment. Let us know, you know, if you like the guys that we're saying, or if there's guys that you think we missed, or if you're like, wow, Nick, you're dumb. You have Lance Stevenson on your list. Let us know. That way I know that uh, I'm a ding dong. So, but we are going to move on to the MLS and I'm going to go ahead and kick off the MLS because I want to kick it off with my dude. I know that he's probably not the most dominant player um, in MLS history, but he is, you know, Ohio born. He went to Akron, played for crew inner Miami, and now he plays for Minnesota. He is, you know, mostly a defensive back. He's played midfielder a little bit in his career as well too, but with 238 games, I think Will Trapp deserves to be on this list just because, you know, like so many guys that have, you know, grew up in Ohio and then played for an Ohio college and then went on and played in the pros and their, their respected sports. I think that, you know, especially in central Ohio, he's one of those guys that's um, anytime he comes back, um, he's well-regarded and loved and, you know, we'll always accept him um, here in Ohio. So that's, that's my dude. And I got to meet him one day, so it's pretty cool. So. <laughs> well, the MLS list for coming from Ohio and, or were like playing at an Ohio college and going on to a, a professional career is, is kind of limited. So I switched it up a little bit. I've got two MLS guys on my list that I'm going to talk about, but first I'm going to talk about some women that played um, at Ohio state and then went on to have professional careers. And I think that that's a big thing. So if obviously they, they, you know, did their, their, their early career in Ohio and then moved on. But the first one is Tiffany Cameron. She played for Ohio state between 2009 and 2012 and has spent the last seven years um, playing professionally for the national women's soccer league, um, part of the, part of the Seattle rain and Kansas city. And then many teams abroad. She's currently competing for Stabak FC in the top league, Norway. So, Obviously, if you're playing, you know, in an international level, level, then you're doing good. She previously um, represented Canada in international competitions, but she also played for the Jamaican team. So that was interesting. Maybe she had dual citizenship or something like that. Um, okay. But Tiffany Cameron, you know, came out of Ohio State and then had a is having a um, good career on the professional level, not just MLS. I kind of had to give her a little props guy that's second on my list gonna be darlington nagby um he played at akron another akron guy if if you ever get a chance you know you guys as the listeners to kind of look up you know the akron soccer program they have produced a lot of mls players and a lot of guys who have played professional soccer um that program is always like top 10 in the nation every single year so darlington nagby nagby you know has uh 338 games and 39 goals as a midfielder um, during his time in the MLS, he played uh, for Cleveland Internationals um, for, I think that's probably like a minor league team um, for like a season or two. And then he played for the Timbers, Atlanta United, and then now he plays for the Columbus Crew. So if you live in Columbus, you can go watch him at the new stadium. And um, but yeah, he's definitely another like solid guy to come out of Akron and and really produce in the MLS. Definitely, definitely good, good pick. 
I'm going to stick with the ladies because uh, I just, you know, we need to show some, it's uh, National Women's Day the other day and, and we have to show some women some love. So I'm going to stick with that theme. I'm going to do a little duo. So I'm going to knock two out of the park, just kind of like what you did earlier. Uh, and that is Lindsay Agnew and Nichelle Prince. Agnew and Prince are fairly recent Buckeye alums. Both played for Ohio State from 13 to 16, I believe. And the pair also became the first players in program history to be selected in the National Women's Soccer League draft, with Agnew going number 19 overall to the Washington Spirit and Prince going number 28 to the Houston Dash. Uh, not only did Agnew and Prince play together at Ohio State, but Agnew was traded to the Dash just a year after being drafted, where she the duo you know, hooked up again. Um, and then they were selected for team Canada in 2019 women's world cup. And then they won a bronze in the Olympics a few years later with the Canadian team. I thought that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. I definitely have, I think I've definitely watched Agnew um, before play, especially I think watching Ohio state soccer and then um, watching them play um, in the pros and then watching the world cup. We'll have to do a whole segment on, on the Women's Professional Soccer League. If you guys don't know, that does exist. I know that, you know, the main sports news stations don't really promote it that much, but look it up. They There's some pretty good soccer, and it's fun to watch. So um, next on my list, I'm going to go with Darren Maddock. Um, he played about 200 games, 42 goals as a forward. Another guy from Akron played for the Vancouver Whitecaps, the Timbers, DC United, FC Cincinnati, and Phoenix Rising. So a little bit of a journeyman throughout the MLS, but um, another Akron alum that has had a pretty decent career within the MLS. And um, I think he still continues to play, so he'll continue to rack up those stats. Next on my list is going to be uh, Eric Brunner. Uh, he is the defensor. He's a defender for the Portland Timbers, uh, hometown of Dublin, Ohio. I uh, went to Ohio State, and uh, now he's playing for the Timbers. It's an amazing, uh, had an amazing career uh, so far, and and definitely somebody to watch. Okay, and then uh, for me, last I have uh, Deshaun Robinson. So a total of 115 games so far, three goals, and and he's a defensive back, like a pure defensive back. So um, it's pretty impressive that he has three goals at that position. But he uh, is a Dayton Flyer, and he's played for the Chicago Fire, Toronto FC, and LA Galaxy. So hopefully, you know, he continues to, to play and, and uh, continues to produce. But, you know, I think it was the only guy on my list, like I said, uh, that wasn't from Akron. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I, def I definitely stuck with with Columbus and, and close to home with Ohio State uh, individuals. Yeah. I, everybody that on my list played for Ohio State, including Conrad war war waricha waricha uh number 12 he plays for sporting mc he's a midfielder um from dublin ohio he's uh very early in his career so i think he's only about about 100 games so far but uh you know definitely somebody to watch out for yeah yeah and and the thing with uh the mls and stuff like that is um it, it is kind of weird like when i was looking at through all these college players and stuff like that to um, I think when I first started looking, I expected to find so many more, but you know, when, when you kind of look at the game and, and how much it, it pulls from like other countries and, you know, the loan system and, and just all that stuff, it, it kind of now, you know, I'm realizing that it's not that surprising that there's not as many, 
um, I would guess would say college alum that you can kind of pull from um, just because soccer in the United States is, is something that it's not new, but it's not like we've been doing it for, you know, a couple hundred years like other countries have. So um, definitely something that as we continue to grow within this sport, it'll be super interesting to see, you know, different guys come from that collegiate level. And, and like I said, see what else Akron can produce into the MLS. I mean, they, I think I saw something that they had like nine or 10 guys drafted a couple years ago in one draft. So that's just, again, they're just producing talent there. So watch on Akron soccer <laughs> and don't stop at the men's soccer, watch the women's soccer as well too. Cause that program is, is just as fun to watch, but moving on to the MLB, I'm going to let Greg go ahead and start with who was on his list. Well, see with, with MLB, it was a little different for me because, um, there are so many guys that skip out on college and go directly to the minor league system. So I kind of took into account a little bit of your little league status, maybe your high school status um, of where you played. And uh, so that was something that was a kind of a criteria for me, either they born in Ohio and obviously had to play little league and play high school ball um, or possibly college, but um, you know, going obviously then straight to um the minor leagues before you get into the major leagues is, you know, a, a long storied uh, process. But uh, my first on my list is somebody that I, I honestly, uh, I didn't want to pick this person um, because I, I hate the Yankees and I think they're a garbage team and uh, garbage people and not not state of New York or not New York City, but I'm just saying the Yankees are trash and garbage. Um, but Nick Swisher, he played three years for Ohio State uh, as an outfielder and first baseman. Uh, obviously, won the World Series with the Yankees in 2009. Um, you know, had an 11-year career in the uh, Major League Baseball. He's just you know over 200, almost 250 home runs, and over 800 RBIs. So I, I had to put him on my list. Uh, good guy, he's funny guy from from what I've seen some of the interviews. So but yeah, that that's something. Yeah, he was uh, first on my list as well, too. Obviously, went to Ohio State. Um, he won a World Series with the Yankees in 2009. And, you know, with a batting average of 249, 245 home runs, and 803, you know, RBIs. Definitely has – definitely had a pretty good career. So, I, you know, he's probably got to be on both of our lists. I figured that. but. <laughs> so, s- second on my list is the Rocket, Roger Clemens. Obviously, had a uh, storied career. There's just, you know, seven Cy Youngs. World Series abounds. Um, just amazing. I know the PED stuff is, is whatever, but even before that type of stuff, he had a Hall of Fame career, and hopefully some people will get their heads out of their butts and, and put him into the Hall of Fame. Um, but he's from Dayton, Ohio, so he obviously had to play the Little League ball and possibly um, some high school ball in Dayton. Uh, so that definitely put him on my list as far as the, that category um, that the, the rocket is from Dayton. Um, for me, for my list, I, I kind of just try to stay with college athletes that went to the pros. Um, I do like your creativity though. And I can see that. And now I'm kind of like, that hmm, probably would have opened it up and made it a little bit easier, but um, I like doing things the hard way. So <laughs> for some reason, um, so, but from on my next on my list, I have a Craig Stamen, Stamen, I think you pronounce it. I probably messed that up, but he went to um, Dayton and he played for the Nationals for, I believe, his whole career. He was a pitcher 
Um, his record was 54 and 42 with a 3.62 career ERA and 708 strikeouts. So just from the guys that I kind of looked through and all their stats and everything and, and their careers and how long it was, he kind of seemed to um, have one of the better pitching careers, especially coming out of Dayton University. He was second on my list. And next on my list, uh, obviously, I'm going to stick with the Red Sox because that's what I do. Um, Andrew Benatendi is from Cincinnati, Ohio, won the 2018 World Series with the Sox, is now, I believe, playing for the Kansas City Royals. So he's having a great career. If he continues on that path, he's definitely a, you know, a Hall of Fame contender. But Cincinnati, Ohio, so he had to play Little League ball and had to play high school ball uh, there. So that, that gets him on my list. There you go. Um, for third on my list, I got an Ohio State guy. He played for the Phillies, Twins, and Brewers. He played outfield. It's a Larry Hissel, and he's got a 273 career batting average, 166 home runs, and then 600, 674 RBIs, and he's a two time champ and all star. So, you know, just another solid player throughout his career and another Ohio State alum that went on to play in the pros and be pretty successful. One of the last guys on my list, um, obviously his dad played at, uh, in Cincinnati for an extended part of his career so that they had to uh, live in Cincinnati, possibly play some little league ball in Cincinnati. And to me, that's going to be Ken Griffey Jr. Obviously okay. Hall, of, Hall of Fame career, boatload of home runs and RBIs. Uh, you know, played for the Reds, also played for the Mariners. Um, but his dad had a career in, in Cincinnati, so he had to grow up there. And again, I know I've maybe uh, you know, cheated on this list a little bit as far as getting my guys on there. But uh, I think that that's a criteria that you, you grew up in Ohio. You had to play some form of ball in Ohio before you went on to uh, anything that of substantial, you know, in the minors and the majors. So. That's where I got. It's, it's almost like you're putting together like a Hall of Fame list, not a not a guys that came from Ohio list. Okay, that's fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> just, just, you know, just that they're that good. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, next on my list is going to be Frank Howard. Um, this is a guy who came from Ohio State as well. His career he played for the Dodgers, Rangers, and Tigers. Um, it's a guy who played multiple different positions. He played left field, right field, and first base. With a career 273 batting average, 382 home runs, and then 1,119 RBIs. He is a one-time champion, a two-time home run derby winner, and a four-time all-star. So just, again, another really solid player that came out of Ohio State that could play multiple different positions, and he hit a ton of home runs. I mean, 382 home runs is a lot. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, you know, in today's time with guys hitting like 50 home runs in a season, but um, that's a that's a good amount of home runs. So that's why I made my list. Um, I got one more guy, I think, that rounded out my five. Yeah, I had five. I was just making sure I didn't have six because I would do that. Um, it's going to be Joe Sparma. Um, he played for Ohio State as well in his career in the MLB. He played for the Tigers in the Expos. He was a pitcher. He had a career record of 52 and 52 a 3.94 ERA, and he had 586 strikeouts. I probably mispronounced his last name, so I'm sorry. But um, wasn't the most, like, sexy career, but just out of the guys that I had kind of looked through, he seemed to kind of have the, the best career out of the guys that I had found. Um, so that's why I added him to my list. Well, that is going to be my last on 
on my list there, Greg, I think you have one more. Yeah, Mike Matheny. He uh, came out of Reynoldsburg, Ohio, obviously had a career in Major League Baseball, then went on to coach um, the Cardinals uh, of St. Louis for a, a little bit of time. And I believe even made it to the World Series one year. They did not win. Um, but I think that 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 qualifies as far as having a a, a career that, that has done something substantial in Major League Baseball. Yeah, definitely. That's a... It's definitely an interesting path. I, I do really enjoy when, um, especially when like coaches from either like the high school level here in Ohio or even the collegiate level kind of work their way up and, and make it into the, the pros there and, and, and are successful. So that's a, it's an amazing story. But for our last professional sport here, I'm going to let Greg go ahead and uh, take the lead on this one and give me his top five. Um, and then I'll kind of, say who I have with that, or I'll comment on those kinds of things. But I'll let Greg go ahead and start. Uh, again, this these lists are, are not very um, shiny uh, because they're, these guys are uh, – there's not a lot of guys from Ohio that have made it to the NHL level because a lot of the NHL consists of a lot of guys from Canada and international. So I think I'd like to see the actual percentage of what – um, even, you know, United States players actually make it to the NHL um, on those levels. Uh, there are only, currently only actually two NHL players from Ohio that are on active rosters. Uh, the first is uh, Ryan Dillinger. Um, he plays for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so that was, but he's actually not on my list. Um, but I just thought that that was uh somebody but my first guy that is on my list um is going to be uh for jt miller uh the only the second um nhler in the current lineup uh, miller's born in east palestine ohio and that's along the kind of pennsylvania border if you don't know where that is um kind of if you draw a line on the map between youngstown and pittsburgh you kind of find it there um so he uh he definitely had some up and comings with the um you uh under 17 under 18 teams before playing uh, for the NHL and definitely uh, somebody that is currently playing. I don't know how good he's doing, but he is currently playing in the NHL. Okay. All right. Uh, somebody that had on my list was uh, Ryan Kessler. Um, he played for Ohio state. Um, he's in his career played for the Canucks and the ducks for about a, you know, a thousand and one games. So he definitely got over that thousand mark. Um, he had about 250 goals and 315 assists. So um, just a pretty good, solid career all around. And again, another Ohio State grad that's, you know, playing pretty well in their, their respected sport. Next on my list is goaltender Pat Jablonski. I love that name. I, I had to say that a couple of times over because I'm like that. Uh, he's a Toledo-born uh, player. He played 128 games in the NHL, uh, two stints with the St. Louis Blues, played with the Lightning Canadians, the Coyotes, and the Hurricanes um, played from 89 to looks like 98. So obviously didn't play a lot, probably injury prone, but he was a seventh round pick, 135th overall. Um, and then got a you know 3.74 goal against average, um, eight points or Eight seven nine save percentage, and a record of twenty eight sixty two and eight. Uh, another guy on my list is going to be Jamie McCoon. He's another guy that played for 
Ohio State. Um, in his career, he played from 1983 to 1999. So I did bring it back a little bit on this one. He played for the uh, Flames, the Maple Leafs, and the Red Wings. In his career, he was able to play for 1,128 games, um, only scoring 76 goals, but with 282 assists. But that is because he was a defenseman, so they don't really score that much. But to be able to kind of have that many assists, that means he's able to push the, the puck up the up the ice there. I almost said court, but up the ice. Um, <laughs> but just another, you know, productive, solid guy to come out of college. Like Greg said, there's not very many um, guys. It's kind of like the MLS. Hockey is one of those sports that um, has been around for a pretty long time and, and a lot of other countries invested a lot more time in it than we did. Obviously we had, you know, the baseball and, and football and basketball here. So um, we're still kind of trying to catch up, but there's been some solid guys that have come out. And then again, another Ohio state guy. Well, next guy on my list is a guy that did make his way to the NHL through Canada, but he first started his um, life in Lakewood, Ohio in 1961. And that is Mo mantha jr played for the cleveland barons of the american hockey league uh, he spent most of his youth in canada uh, but he did represent the united states in the world championships in 1981 1985 and 1991 and then he also um, went on to the 1992 winter olympics uh, in addition to his days as a player mantha had a two decade plus coaching career in the minors in junior hockey so born in Ohio and then, you know, made a career um, playing some, some upper level hockey. That's amazing. Another Ohio born guy that, and that's, that's another thing too, that might be fun to do is, uh, is like Ohio born athletes, you know, men and women that could just have dominated in their respective sports. Cause there's a lot more than you guys think. I mean, there's a lot more people from Ohio that have um, gone on to do some amazing things, you know, not just in sports as well too. So it's something interesting to look into. Did you have anybody else on your list, Greg? Uh, one last guy, uh, Brian Holtzinger, uh, was born in Cleveland area, uh, Parma to be exact, and attended Bowling Green. He did that for four years, so that is a little bit of collegiate, you know, uh, uh, hockey playing going on in Ohio. Um, then in March of '91, the Sabers acquired the number 20, 124 overall pick. I believe that was the sixth round from the Washington Capitals and use that pick to select Holtzinger. Uh, he played for the Sabres from 94 to 95 and then was traded uh, in 1999 to Tampa Bay. Um, Holtzinger is not, uh, is one of uh, a couple players that actually uh, born in Ohio and then played for the blue jackets. Um, so other couple guys, Dan Fritchie born in Parma played 147 games with the blue jackets between 03 and 04 and 07 and 08. He scored 63 points. Ford Mike Rupp, a native of Cleveland, played 39 games for the Blue Jackets in 05 to 06. Brett Harkins, another forward of Columbus, played 25 of his 78 NHL games for the Blue Jackets. You got Ben Simmons, who scored zero points in his 13 games for the Blue Jackets. And then uh, a youngster named Sherwood played a pair of games for the Blue Jackets in 18 and 19. Um, and he's kind of with the, now he's a, with the AHL affiliate of the Cleveland Monsters. So there's some guys that have come from Ohio that actually played for the hometown uh, team. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, Brian Holsinger was one of them. All righty. 
Well, that kind of rounds out all of our lists, guys. We hit pretty much all the major sports there. Um, like I said at the beginning, go ahead and let us know what you think about our list. If you want us to do other sports, um, we can definitely try to maybe dig more deep into even looking at, you know, the Women's Professional Soccer League, maybe even the WNBA, maybe even lacrosse if you guys are interested in those athletic leagues. But just let us know that. Other than that, um, just a quick rundown of, of what's to come. Watch out for March Madness. Obviously, Ohio State, I think, is ranked sixth. Right now, they have that sixth spot. They're just kind of waiting on the winner of, I think, Penn State and Minnesota for men's basketball. And then women's basketball has been killing it this year at Ohio State. So, you know, go ahead and watch March Madness. Um, it's always, as they say, madness, no pun intended. Um, but that should be fun. And the NFL is just dropping trade after trade after trade right now. So um, be on the lookout for what the Bengals and the Browns might do. I don't know if they'll make any moves. It may not make any sense, but, you know, they always could. So kind of keep an eye out for that. And then um, we're getting close to the NBA playoffs. So the Cavs have kind of had a little bit of a rough skid here um, recently, you know, obviously with some injuries and then trying to get Karis LeVert. Um, integrated into that lineup, but um, I have all the faith that they'll be able to play really hard and and hopefully get us past that first round and, and show lots of improvement. But um, those are kind of the things to watch out for right now going forward. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to Ohioverse and let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about. But until next time, I am Nick. I had Greg with me today and this is Ohioverse presented by Deep Dive Sports. Catch you on the next one. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Ohioverse. If you'd like to stay up to date on the show and sporting news in Ohio, go ahead and follow Ohioverse Podcast DDS on Instagram. Also, don't forget to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen to any of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you. And catch you on the next one.